Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Curtis Lewis here. I can go out clubbing tonight. Curtis just made mention of my peach button-down shirt, my white pants, and my brand-new Joseph Abood multicolored Indian rug moccasins. I'm going to go out and uh, do a little dancing myself tonight. Maybe oh, in the Hamptons. Wait, Fire Grove. Kardashian. Hey, Fire Island, Cherry <laughs> Grove. You are so gayish. You would definitely, I don't know, be the LGBTQ+. Oh, my God, they would love you. They would adore you. Man, that is such a gay outfit. So Sid. gay, so gay, and I'm tan. So the peach shirt oh, is like really. God, I know, I know. You're you're turned on. I know. Curtis, <laughs> uh, host, of course, noon to one every weekday gets huge ratings, overnights all weekend long, and is a staple on the show. He's on every weekday at this time, and we've got a guy coming up, the GOP chair in the Bronx, Mike Rendino. He'll be on just after eight o'clock. We'll get to him. There's a lot that Curtis has to get to today, but it all starts. With All Out Crazy. Oh, yeah. All Out Crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, better known as Sandy Cortez, who was a valley girl in Yorktown Heights in the very affluent section of Westchester, who pretends that she's like Jenny on the block, you know, like <laughs> J-Lo from Castle Hill, the Bronx. She's not. So she advertised she's having a town hall meeting. And we've seen before, they get quite raucous. People on the far, far left attacking her, people on the far, far right but it's great, these town hall meetings. This time it was in Hunts Point. Hunts Point, you remember the videos, the Hunts Point hookers? Yes, on well, well, videos. It was an HBO show. Are you it sure? It was an actual HBO show. I know, but when you were chasing the white powder, you sure you didn't end up getting <laughs> off the Bruckner Expressway there? Never. Uh, believe it or not, and I went to some pretty rough places. Yep. Pitkin and Pine was one of them. Oh, yeah. But never the hunter. Oh, never Pete, how about Newport yeah. and Rockaway, right? Newport and Rockaway. That's where they busted Joe Pepitone with all those pills and brought him into the 73rd precinct with the Don Imus cowboy hat on it. Yep, yep. Did you do this, Joe? Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. But anyway, we caused you, you caused me to digress. So for me, it was homecoming. Hunts Point, I'm out in the streets of Barreto, Casanova, Brian Seneca. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up, homie? I mean, we're talking prostitutes. We're talking pimps. We're talking drug dealers. We're talking Eskels, Mutts, and dope fiends. And they're all loving me. In fact, some of the, some of the folks there said, man, you know, they could be diseased. I said, are you crazy? Well, when Mother Teresa went amongst the wretched and the poor, did she want a hazmat suit? Did she want gloves? Did she want a mask? Well, that's the first thing that me and Bernie said years ago when my great partner, God rest his soul, was still alive. You put up these videos where you would actually, with your own hands, yes. and no gloves, yes. around COVID, you would feed the homeless. And me and Bernie were like, this guy's got to have tuberculosis, herpes, 
who even knows what. Never ended up with coronavirus, never nothing, ended up with COVID-19. Nothing. No hepatitis? No, nothing. no, remember what I do. I bathe in uh, rubbing alcohol. I yeah. stick it on, up my nose. Anyway, what? Yeah, that's what prevents what it. What you did, didn't you want one year have penal porosaurus? Uh, I had <laughs> yeah. so many diseases. <laughs> Look, the Board of Health, the letters are not to be um, um, looked at. Remember, I have HIPAA. HIPAA privileges. But anyway, you're causing me to digress. I'm sorry. So anyway, I queue up, and they tell me to the back of the line, because you're not a constituent in her congressional district. I say, okay. And then there's two lines. There are people who are not uh, part of her district, but they are her groupies. So they let everybody in who's part of her district first, because it consists of the Bronx and Queens. No problem. Then they let everybody else in. Then the guys come up to me, and the cops just said, they ain't letting you in. I said, what do you mean? They ain't letting you in. Yeah, I said. Wait a second. Town halls, everybody can Exactly. Call. I said, not only that, you know I'm WABC. Yeah, Curtis, I listen to you every day, the old Ford Apache on Longwood. They wouldn't let me in. Really? That's right. So I posted a video. You can go to my Facebook page. You can see me. Outside, they had a huge poster <laughs> of AOC as if we see the queen of the socialists had arrived. And meantime, then I'm going to be posting the videos where all of a sudden the skells, the mutts, the dope fiends, the drug dealers, the pimps, the hookers are embracing me. Say, you're all God. You're, you're, you're a hood rat. 1989, she was hanging out in your town heights at little baby, a little bambino. I was doing drug raids. Drug raids in Hunts Point. This makes me think, when I go back to your very unfortunate loss to Eric Adams yes. in the mayoral race. Yes. And the reason why you lost is, all these people you were with last night that love and revere you, you're like God to them. Yes. They're all felons. They can't vote. Yeah, well, they don't vote anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Right. It was based on them. Uh, I would have been mayor ten times over. You saw that yourself when you came with me in Brownsville. Never ran, never will. The brothers and sisters, they can't get enough of me. So that, that and this is said, that's why I've set up these Ronald Reagan Republican clubs in Astoria and Throgsneck, the Bronx, AOC's congressional district, to battle her because everybody's rolled over for her. No, no more. We're taking that socialist out because, as you know, they are cop haters. They want to defund the police, remove the police. They want to open up all the prisons. They hate America. They want to change the American flag to the flag of Cuba or Venezuela or or Nicaragua. Hell no, (laughs) AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I'm coming for you. But being in the Bronx... Reminds me that there was a very contentious race north of there. There was, District 13. In fact, I had Samantha Zerker in here twice. Your candidate, George Havanick, ran a really good race. But it looks like he's going to lose to Christie, who happens to be the sister of the GOP chair, Mike Rendino. Now, some very ugly things said about Mike between you and Samantha. He texted me. He said, Sid, I'm a huge fan of yours. From your days on the fan, I miss... I'm in recovery just like you. I love it when guys like us succeed. Curtis is lying. Samantha is lying. Give me an opportunity to correct the record. And that's going to happen right here in about 45 minutes. Well, that's fine. And he's, he's, uh, he should get equal time. He, you offered him equal time in the middle of the campaign, but I guess he was too busy in Garden City where he lives, you know, attending yeah. brunches and uh, uh, getting wine dined in pocket line. You know, he's a lobbyist for the casino out there. He does speeches. I am a resident just like you in Nassau County. But let's get to the two points that I want to make on this. Look, 
You could say anything in the world to me. You know that, Sid, and people have, right? Of course. They've said I'm a racist, a sexist, a misogynist, a homophobe, a xenophobe. That's what Eric Adams called me during the campaign. Call me anything. Believe my older son, Anthony, out of this. Rendino keeps calling Anthony a special needs kid, just like his candidate against me, Mateo, right here in the first debate at WABC. In fact, the crowd turned on Mateo when he said, oh, you're a deadbeat dad. You're, you're, you're a special needs kid. Now, you've seen Anthony here. Yeah? He works. He's an intern. Oh, he's a great kid. I love that kid, Anthony. And there's a lot about Anthony that reminds me of my own son, yes. Gabriel, who happens to be a special. He's not special. He's got a disability. Damn. So I'm also very sensitive. Um, Mike Rendino, because Mike Rendino swears, swears up and down. He never once said anything negative about Zerka's kid who died. So you're sure? Absolutely. We have him on tape. We have him on tape. But put that aside, okay? Just don't don't talk about our kids. I don't talk about Mike's kids. They're beautiful. Right. His third child, I even said, remember, I said, God bless. His third child was delivered to his wife and him in Garden City Hospital. Well, Not I'm, a hospital I'm, I'm, in the Bronx. I'm, I understand. So I'm going to have to bring that up. Right. I'm going to have to bring that up because I love Anthony like one of my own. Yes. I'm not okay with that. This, so this I'm going to give him a chance to deny it. Right. Leave that alone. But the more important issue is the yeah. counting of the ballots because it was a very close race first round. It comes always down to the paper, the absentee ballots. So here it is. You have Andrew supporting Rendino's sister. Andrew Giuliani. You supporting Samantha. Right. Rudy Giuliani being neutral and me supporting George. And so Rudy had me and Andrew on his show on Friday to discuss the importance of the paper ballots. Let's play this cut. This is Rudy, Andrew, and Curtis discussing the importance of the paper ballots. They're bringing it to New York now. Yeah. Uh, You know, Curtis is absolutely right on this. And and Curtis has outwardly supported George Havernack. Uh, I was on Christy Marmorado's uh, signature on her petitions. Uh, and basically, even though we may have had different candidates potentially on this one, I didn't make an open endorsement. But if anything, probably I've helped Chrissy a little more just by being on her petitions. The thing that's so important to me, though, is if we're going to make sure that we can trust our elections Please. in the city, in this state and in this country, then you need to make sure that everybody, that you have every single person's lawyer represented to open up those absentee ballots and to see that. You have to do it. I don't care what the results are, whether it means Christie winning, whether it means George winning. We need to make sure we get back to a place in this country where we can trust our elections. And, Andrew, you have no idea who it's going to benefit. And, Curtis, you don't know who it's going to benefit. No. And it's simple. They had 200 absentee ballots. Each of the candidates was supposed to have a representative. Your candidate, Samantha, my candidate, George. And they opened them up with no representatives there, with only two people in the room, the commissioners of the Board of Elections of the Bronx, the Democratic commissioner. And you know who the Bronx commissioner is? The Bronx commissioner, I'm going to take a guess. Yes. I'm going to go with Christie's brother. Uh, Husband and the brother-in-law of Mike (laughs) Rendini. How fair is that? Uh, We're entitled to look. Because that's how, remember, we have Roger Stone on uh, on Sunday, Street yeah. of Fire. Remember yeah. him barging into that room in Broward County when you were in Florida? He said, the whole world is watching. Gore, Bush, you can't count the ballots without us being able to watch. Remember? And then because of that, of it went to the Supreme Court. We ended up with Bush 43. We have a right 
to watch the absentee ballots being opened up. We were never afforded that right. Your candidate, Samantha, was not afforded that right. Right. And so clearly, Rendino controls that process through his brother-in-law, who is married to the candidate, Rendino's sister. So what is the brother-in-law's title again? Uh, Commissioner of the Bronx Board of Elections. You get two commissioners. One's a Republican, one's a Democrat. So he's a Republican commissioner. Right. And I believe Morales is a Democrat commissioner. And his wife is the one who's about to win this election. Right. So two people in a room, none of us. You have to be invited. Now, if you don't show, that's one thing. But you have to be invited. But now can I talk about another person who uh, I believe, based on his conversations with you recently, should be involved in the sequel of the movie in 1969, Bob, Carroll, Ted, and Alex. You remember that? <laughs> with Natalie Wood, yep, Robert yep. Cope, Elliot Gould, yep, and yep. Diane Carroll. And let me guess, uh, this person you're talking about, that's a great reference, Curtis, great reference, happens to be coming on this show just like Mike Rendino is, in fact, later on this hour. That's right. Uh, Arthur Idala asked Kister of Bill de Blasio, who is actually defending him in court now. It's uh, indefensible. That he's defending him. But I pointed out on his Facebook pages, his social networking, he has a huge picture of me and him because he wants to immunize himself from the pictures of him with that sexual predator, that perv, his client, Harvey Weinstein. I want that off. Uh, I want that off you today. Want, you want the picture of you and Artie off the page. I want it off the page. You want nothing to do with this. <laughs> I did see the picture. There was a nice picture of the two of you together. And then next to it, it it's him and Harvey Weinstein. Well, whatever. He likes you both. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I want that picture off. And why is he defending de Blasio? You know. Because he pays. That the commission. He's got a billion and a half dollars. Right. The commission <laughs> has come together. That means Frank Morano, junior member, right? Bo Dito, Sid Rosenberg. Curtis Lewa, Lou Rufino, Justin Ellick. And don't uh, not include Peter King. He's still a yes. member of this commission. Uh, yes. uh, he's gotten back on board. He finally <laughs> right. got off the right. Eric Adams crazy train yes. and decided the guy is crazy, <laughs> as he admitted. But we have been going after de Blasio and his wife because they stole $1.5 billion from that program Thrive, of which Arthur Idala is defending them. I promised you that today I would tell you what happened to Thrive. Now that obviously Charlene is going her way and Bill is going his way, they're going to copulate, fornicate with others, but they're going to remain married because, remember, the wife cannot testify against the husband. That's the right. husband cannot be forced to testify against the wife. Which, which may be the case for both of them. Both of them are facing some serious possible legal issues. So, yes, they are staying together for legal convenience. Right. So... Right before he left office, because remember, he was supporting Eric Adams, he shifted Thrive into City Hall. It's now called the Mayor's Office of Community Mental Health with a budget of $225 million. Come on. It never changed. (laughs) In fact, all you got to do is call 1-888-NYC-WELL. That's 1-888-NYC-WELL. And ask them, where's the freaking money? Where's the $1.5 billion? And let me tell you, Arthur Idala, you could be out there ass-kissing Bill de Blasio and Eric Adams. But I'm telling you, this technology, this camouflage of uh, oh, the de Blasios, who might as well be in the sequel with you and your wife, Bob, Carol, Ted, and Alice, all of you together. I can't believe first 
Harvey Weinstein, and now the two crooks you're defending, Bill de Blasio and Charlene, stole $1.5 billion. Hey, come on, Arthur, I know there's lawyer confidentiality. Where's the money? Is it in Panama? Is it in Switzerland, Antigua, the Cayman Islands? Because the commission is coming after that, including the stealth member of the commission, Daniel, a prestigious law firm, an influential lawyer, greater than you, Arthur Idala. We're on your case. You're going to have to use every defensive skill in the world in order to keep Bill and Charlene out of Otisville with husband and wife cufflinks known as handcuffs forever. Feel the funk, yo. Let it flow. 